With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Welcome to the Punk Rock MBA Podcast. What's up, everybody? I am Finn McKenty. This is the Punk Rock MBA Podcast. Today's episode is a bonus. It's a little something different. This is the audio version of an Instagram live stream that my wife and I did a couple weeks ago. Just figured I would put it out here because it was kind of just a fun little Q&A. Uh, so something to get you through the day. If you want to listen to us ramble about bullshit for an hour, then today is your lucky day. You're going to love this one. Before we get into it, I wanted to mention a couple things that you can do to support the show if you would like to. The first thing is to share it on social media. That actually really helps us a lot because you know Spotify and Apple Podcasts and the other companies really don't do a lot to help discover shows. So sharing it is actually a big help. Second thing is to support us on Patreon. I actually lose quite a bit of money on the podcast overall, but it is because of the folks who support on Patreon that I'm able to pay our producer and editor who kind of makes the whole thing happen, Deanna Chapman. She's fantastic. Shout out to her as always. Patrons get every podcast a week early. There's a members-only private Discord server that I'm in all the time. That's been growing quite a bit lately, which is really cool. There is a way to have me review your music or artwork or video or anything else that you would like me to take a look at or listen to. And I'm also doing patron-only Q&As where I'm able to answer questions in a little bit more depth than I can in my viewer comments or an Instagram DM or something like that. So if you want to check out the Patreon, there's a link to that in the show notes to this episode. And with that out of the way, let's get into the show. Good morning, everybody. We are live in Kitty's butthole. We just thought we would do a Valentine's Day live. And see Happy what everyone's. Valentine's Day. See what everyone's. Uh oh, I can see. Power off. Oh shit! I see where off. I see where this stream is going. The microphone is back. The microphone, the microphone is back. Sing the persona song. Oh, um, the vel- the velvet room. <laughs> the velvet room. <laughs> so, so we got some other people watching Rock of Love. This is this is good. I'm excited for this because. The more I watch Rock of Love, the more I'm convinced that it is even better than I thought it was. Yeah. I'm just a big fan of trashy reality TV, so if there's drama to be had, you know I'm there. Well, you like Love & Hip Hop 
Um, I like love and hip hop. You love love, I love and hip hop. It's there's not hilarious. as many there's not as many fights like physical fights on Rock of Love. Oh, I was gonna say if you're talking about love and hip hop, there's lots of drink throwing right. and hair pulling and you know just Wig, verbal attacks, yeah. wig oh. snatching, all of that. <laughs> um, there's all of it. Yeah, on love on Rock of Love, I thought there would be more of that because I thought that people would want to see like like if you're gonna fight like. If you're going to fight, then just fight. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's a different time. You know, that was 15 years ago. So I suppose so. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. The only thing that makes me sad is that there's only three seasons of uh, Rock of Love, and we're already getting close to the end of season two. So we're, we're almost out. But there's still Daisy of Love, and there's Rock of Love Charm School. So there's yeah. still a couple of spinoffs. And, you know, I uh, at first... I did not like Daisy, but now, and I remember not liking her before, but I'm I'm a fan now. Yeah. Well, we got some oh, questions here. Let's see here. All right. Will you do a video on DSBM? I think that means depressive black metal, and if that is what you mean, no, I will not, because I, th- I think that means is that you guys let me know if I'm am I correct here? Is the, does DSBM mean depressive black metal? That's not something I would make a video on. No. I thought all black metal was. Depressive. No, there's there's like there's like I guess there's like the satanic stuff, right? And then there's like the I didn't realize that black metal was emo, but whatever. Yes, exactly. That's it's emo black metal. It's like this whole like subgenre of them, just like it's like crying in the woods instead of like yelling. Yes, that's exactly what. Yeah, in the woods. It's yes, it's it's being emo in the woods with like a guitar, uh, and it's. Uh, it's actually interesting, but do they wear corpse paint too, uh, or is it just like I think I'm so? so con- I'm sorry, yeah. I just have a lot like this. No, the acronym doesn't just, work. You're right. This is how this is. This is weird. And also, I thought you were talking about something else, and I was like, <laughs> "You people are fucking sick." No, no, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was like, "Yeah." What so the I don't. Fuck? It actually is kind of interesting, but it's one of those things where I don't think I could have a productive video about it because like the fans are so just oh depressive suicidal black metal okay okay um i think it actually is interesting and it literally is like emo huh, black metal okay. and i actually like some of that stuff like the lln bands and stuff i, I actually think it's interesting mm-hmm. um but i think it would be hard to have a productive conversation about that because they should go um, to therapy it, the fans are just so fucked up that i think it would be hard to um i think it'd be hard but maybe who knows uh let's see what's your opinion on evangelion trash fandom aside well i don't know do you have any thoughts on it um i only know the trash fandom yeah right so no um no opinion i mean the memes seem pretty funny but unfortunately i don't watch it so i don't get it but i feel like it's almost one of those things where like you don't even like as long as you are just aware of the trash fandom you get the memes like, you don't even have to watch it. Yeah. To, like, because I feel like the memes and the fandom and the show are all so re- far removed from each other, right? I tried to watch it back in the day and it was too confusing. Like, I'm stupid and so I can't, I can't grasp these like incredibly complicated, like, whatever the fuck, Story Evangelion. Lines. Yeah. It's like, I don't know what the fuck it's supposed to be like a metaphor for, or I don't know, but it's too complicated for me. I can't handle it. Uh, just like Gundam, same thing. It's like, but sir, the Dookie of Gion has conspired with the princess of, 
you know, the colony to overthrow us, they'll never be successful. Our, we've controlled the Congress. I'm just like, I just want to see the fucking robots fight. <laughs> Could you do a video on the used? Like maybe start a series focusing on individual bands, maybe. Well, I already have several series focusing on individual bands. They tend to not do super well. Um, but I do think that would be a good video. I think that they would be a good candidate for that. You know more about the use than I do. What do you think? Well, first to answer this particular question and what I think what you should do is that I think the videos that he does are more like there's you always kind of try to think of the the um, takeaway yeah. or like the lesson to be learned or like the overall picture. And so focusing on individual bands, which you have done before, where it's applicable works. But I think in the case of the used, I, I like the used. I haven't listened to them in a long time because I just kind of dropped off when they're after their peak of their popularity. But I just don't think that there's really much to say on an individual basis. You're not a video essay kind of guy. You're more of a here's let's take the example of this thing and then say something impactful about yeah. it or like make a commentary about it as opposed to being a video essay. Could you do a video essay on the used? Yeah, I guess you could. Uh, but I don't think that's where your talent is. I don't know I think, if there's enough there. Yeah, I, I just don't think that's your talent. I think anyone could do that. But I think the the value that you bring is like, what's the overall picture? How did they contribute? And honestly, I just don't think they really contributed like in 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 as much of a way as we think that they did. Well, you but that's know, just me. You know more than I do about the used. Maybe a video about Youngblood, MGK, and Travis being a non-official band and kind of saving pop punk. People ask for this video a lot. I did this video like five months ago. Um, and you also so, mention it in like every single one of Yeah, I've videos. mentioned this so many times, and I don't want to repeat myself, but people keep asking for it. So maybe I just need to maybe I just need to make it again. Um, I don't mind doing that. I just don't want to like I don't want to be repetitive, but you know. Maybe it's what the people want. What's y'all's favorite food? What is your favorite food? Is this referring to cuisine or um, like a dish? See, this is how this is how food motivated I am. You just gotta answer. I gotta be. We gotta be specific here if it if it comes to food. Just, just but I know I'm, I'm getting there. Um, as far as favorite cuisine, I like all kinds of cuisine, but I like Asian food part particularly because that's just what I'm familiar with. My favorite dish, I would say, I like fried noodles a lot. There's this one um, dish called uh, miso yang, which is a Vietnamese dish that's of um, fried noodles. Kind of, it, it fri it's fried noodles with like a sauce on top of it and then vegetables, meat and stuff like that. It kind of looks like a bird's nest, but it's basically, think of like fried noodles, but they're still crispy. And think of it like frying the, the noodles separately and then adding the sauce on top as opposed to frying the noodles together with the sauce to make it like, you know, does look like a bird's nest. Kind of like that. So that's my favorite dish. Because um, I like the crispiness <clears throat> of the noodles, but then the sauce of the, the noodles makes it taste good. You know, I would say that if I had to pick one kind of food, and I know it may seem like I'm pandering, but Vietnamese food really might be my favorite. I, you know, look at you glaring at me. You do like Vietnamese food. But, you know, I will always choose to eat Vietnamese food if I have the option. Like, 100% of the time. So it might be my favorite, actually. But what's your favorite dish within Vietnamese food? Oh, well, I like bún a lot, which is like the noodle salad thing. I Rice like... Vermicelli. Vermicelli. Yeah. Vermicelli. What, is the, what is the name of the catfish thing I like? Oh, uh, caca. Yeah, like, it's like, I guess, 
grilled or not grilled. It's like catfish in a little bowl. It's like I in guess. a clay pot. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that technique is called, but <clears throat> it's either. like you know preserved kind of and baked, I guess if you will. But and, your, and, your mom seems to think it's funny that I like that so much. Well, it's not a very um, prestigious friendly <laughs> dish because it's catfish. Well, I know that there's people in in America and in, in, in the South, I think in particular, yeah. that eat catfish, but it's 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 still not common. But it's fermented, not fermented. That's not the right word, but it's like marinated, marinated wonder, in a very so kind of you guys may sauce. you guys may not know. We just recently found out about this. There's like Viet Cajun food in Houston, which is like yeah. the you know because there's a lot of Vietnamese people in Houston um, that have made things like uh, like crawfish yeah. in like kind of a Cajun way. I wonder if the catfish thing could be, you know, because Cajun variety. people like catfish too. So they, Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Bunseo is also very good. Oh, yeah. oh I love buncoon also. Yeah. I could eat buncoon fucking all day long. Uh, uh, well, here's a good question. Who is your favorite Rock of Love contestant? This is the big question. Mm. What do you think? Uh, I would say Daisy at this point. Cause she's funny and she's all about her mien mm-hmm. and she seems, she's cute. She's fun sized. Mm-hmm. She's cute though. Um, I liked Jess too. Cause she seemed like a pretty level headed person, but I just don't think she was really cut out for reality. She was definitely like, you know, you have to have all different kinds of characters on reality TV, right? She's too normal for the TV show, but I like her because she's normal. Sometimes people are a little too crazy and a little yeah. too much for, for reality TV. But I would say at this point, I think, Daisy. You know, I would say so too, which I wasn't expecting. I I remember watching this the first time around and I I didn't like her for some reason, but watching it now I'm like, you know, she seems like a really nice person. Yeah. I, I like Daisy. And she has a fucking epic tramp stamp. Yeah. A tremendous <laughs> tramp stamp. <laughs> it's some. like a heart with like some tribal shit coming out of it. Like thorns or something. Yeah, whatever. It is a 10 out of 10 tramp stamp. Yeah. You remember that girl we saw riding her bike? Up the street oh, with that tramp, right. like yeah. we saw this girl riding her bike with like a sports bra or something on up the street, and she didn't look that old. She looked like she was maybe thirty, like mm-hmm. kind of too young to have a tramp stamp. <laughs> and it was a fucking just beastly tramp stamp that was like three different layers of like tribal mm-hmm. shit, and it was the it was only tattoo lot. she had. That you, at least we could see. Yeah, <laughs> so weird. She a freak. Uh, so I, I want to see. I, I want to see the tramp stamps come back. On men and women. Um, oh, man. <laughs> L- Lil Aaron has a tribal tramp stamp. Oh, God. Did he get that ironically? Of course. Of course. But I wanna, That's awesome. I want to see the tramp stamp come back. Don't we think that, you know, this the SoundCloud, we need less of the SoundCloud face tattoos, more like ironic tramp stamps yes. for men, Yes, right? yes, yes. Tat- those face tattoos are way too played out now. Tramp stamps and whale tail. That's, that's what we know. need more of in 2021. I will say I hate Brett Michaels, though. Yeah, I kind of hate him. He ruins the show. Honestly. Here's a good question. When are we going to get sappy couple vlogs with you, too? Subscribe to my YouTube channel and you'll and stay tuned for that. My, that may or may not be coming up next. Yeah, look up uh, Lin7x, L-I-N-H-7x. Yeah, we have a vlog coming out uh, Tuesday, actually. And there's already one out now. When we went to yes. San Diego, and I think it's fucking hilarious, mostly because of her, not me, because yeah. she's we're both part of it. Yeah, but you're really good at you're really good at that kind of stuff, and you're very yeah. good at the edits. Well, thank you. Uh, Krishna, Krishna, uh, Krishna posting. 
He said, how do I ask a question? There's a question widget at the bottom, a little like speech bubble with a question. Put it there. We're going to do more of those because I, I think they're really fun and she's really good at them and I'm excited about it. Taco Bell or White Castle? Well, those aren't even a comparison, right? Because they're two different things. But uh, we don't have White Castle around here. No, I don't um, think so. So I've only had White Castle once in my entire life. And just because of the scarcity, mm-hmm. I almost want to say White Castle. But but um, But then reality, you'd be like one of those fucking marks lining up for three hours to go to fucking Chick-fil-A in Linwood. God. Yeah, it's just like, really, guys? Um, but I will say Taco Bell uh, overall, I think, even though um, sliders are amazing and incredible for some reason, that Crunchwrap Supreme... You can't beat it. I am scared of White Castle because when I lived in Cincinnati, there was one right by our house. And no joke, like half the there time. some White Castle haters in this yeah. fucking live. Wow, seriously. Half, I'm not exaggerating. Half the fucking time I would go past that uh, White Castle, there was like cops with their lights on arresting somebody in the parking lot. <laughs> it is like taking your fucking life in your hands. <laughs> taking your life. I'm serious, man. That was, hands. it was in the hood. And... <gasps> Like it was, it was no fucking joke, no joke. man. Like, wow. I I can't repeat some of the other things that happened around there, but it was, wow. it's nasty. So I'm scarred by White Castle, and it makes me afraid of, um, being a victim of a handgun related crime. <laughs> uh, speaking of oh, which, so thoughts on Ohio? Um, yeah, I mean Ohio. Um, look. People from Ohio, from Ohio tend to like Ohio and, you know, good for them. If people enjoy it, that's what's important. But uh, I did not enjoy living there at all. Um, I lived in Cleveland, Columbus, and Cincinnati. Uh, Columbus, definitely the best city in Ohio. And I don't think it's – Columbus is okay. Um, but Cincinnati sucks. Cleveland sucks. Um, Cincinnati is probably the worst of them. Just not for me. The main thing, have I ever been to Brooklyn? Yes. Um, I lived in New Jersey for a year and I've been to Brooklyn several times. Um, uh, the thing about Ohio that I didn't like is that, you know, me being from the West Coast, we just think about things differently. We kind of want, we just have different kind of energy. We want to move a little bit faster than people in Ohio do. Let's put it that way. So those are my thoughts on Ohio. If people enjoy it there, that's what's important. I'm not putting it down, but it was not for me. And also very violent. A lot of fucking violent crime in Ohio. Lots. <laughs> like when I lived there, you know, the FBI puts out their like um, 10 most dangerous cities. Undefeated needs to sponsor me. They did. They sent me some shit. The FBI would put out their like 10 most dangerous cities every year and like six, five to seven <laughs> would be in Ohio every year. Like and small places like Toledo and Youngstown and like, dude, Toledo and Youngstown are fucking raw. Like, Youngstown yeah, is fucking Youngstown. terrifying. Oh. And I don't know what Toledo is like now, but it used to be too. Like, hmm. Ohio man, it's no joke. Uh, I wonder you uh, want to go to the White Castle. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that, man. Yeah. Favorite manga. Um, I don't really read manga anymore, but like when it you comes used to. Yeah, but even then it's like I would I was weird with manga. I didn't really get into it as much and like of all the manga that I purchased, it would be like of the anime episodes I already saw. What about what about Yaoi? 
That's not mine. I never own any <laughs> physical copies of, of Yowie, obviously. It sounds like you're backpedaling. How about you shut the fuck <laughs> up, sweetheart? Um, no, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about ma- Do you know oh. what a manga is, sweetheart? Yes. Anyway. I want to um, say I want to say it manga, ironically, mm-hmm. just to irritate everyone. But people won't know that I'm joking. They'll just think I'm stupid. Yeah. Um. Well, our joke is that it's a uh, manhwa, right? The Korean shit. Any Any Koreans watching? So, um, yeah, I, I guess to answer the question, my the, the the most significant memory that I have with the manga is that the first manga that I ever read was a uh, Ranma. One one half, Ranma one half, right? Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. I've never like heard it yeah. being talked about, but that's how I always heard it. Yeah. So um I remember, you know, when 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 I would read it, I would call it Ranma or whatever. Uh-huh. And then my brother would be like, No, it's Ranma. Yeah, but your brother also <laughs> said how what So Sosuke. Yeah. <laughs> he was a, sometimes I think he's joking and sometimes I really don't he doesn't <laughs> I have no idea. Your brother is not capable of joking. Yeah, my brother's really weird. So yeah, he. So that's that's my first significant memory with the uh, with 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 manga. With a manga. With a manga was Ranma. Ranma. Uh-huh. Like a fucking Canadian person. Yeah, I I I I liked Ranma back in the day. Uh, I would say my favorite. I'm not like a huge you know manga person either, but um, there's one I really liked called Bakuman, mm, which is right. by the same person who did Death Note, but it's about two guys who. Uh, are mangaka they're like mm-hmm. manga artists and it's just sort of like a drama uh sort of a fun drama about the process of making manga and it's fucking really good it's like it it is it's death note but about like making <laughs> manga it's so, i kind of want to read it again because it was yeah. so good i love that i wonder how that would translate in anime do you know if that's an anime probably i think, is, I think it is because it's pretty popular yeah. i'd be curious to know how that that like because it's like meta to be like a manga about, yeah. ma- about and then an manga. anime and then an anime right. about manga being making into a manga. So I would be curious to know how that translates. I used to. to try to read Gundam when I was a kid, but it was too complicated, and I was like, I just want to see the fucking F- shonen like like fighting mangas are not good. <sighs> They're terrible because you just can't get the the action that no. you really want. Uh, but you also read um, Attack on Titan too. Oh yeah, dude! Attack on Titan is fucking amazing, and it's almost done. I think there's like I think that, yeah, the anim- the last season of the anime is I think is airing now. I well, think. the last episode, the last chapter of the manga, I think, comes out in like June. Oh, I'm almost caught up on that. I I have like five, I'm like five chapters or so behind Attack on Titan, and man, that is fucking incredible. If you liked the the uh, anime, like the manga is fifty times crazier than anything in the anime it's and you like it for the the story yes right? because it's the, the artist the shit. anime yeah artist shit in the manga and art in the anime is really good but yeah yeah one are you going to do a video on hyperpop uh i do want to do that the reason i've been hesitant is because you know i'm not an expert on it i know uh, you know i know a, a little bit about it but i'm not an expert so i wouldn't want to make a video kind of positioning myself at that as that so what I was thinking I might do is like a series called like I tried such and such so you don't have to like hyper pop or country rap or anything else like that where I can just be like, hey, I'm not an expert, but I think this stuff is cool. I checked it out. Here's what I think about it. First impression. Yeah, exactly. Cool. So that I, I kind of don't have the pressure of being an expert, but I can talk about new things. So I think that's what I'll do. And I think hyper pop is really cool and it's full of a lot of very smart like 
creative, clever people doing a lot of really innovative shit. So I think it's cool. Uh, I, I think it's cool genre. Uh, <laughs> could you review my band's music? Yes, absolutely. I do that for, yes, fucking 100 people told me about Eskimo and Cowboy. The band is like 15 years old. They have one song with a couple million views that does not really refute my overall point. Um, could you review my band's music? Uh, yes, I do that for my $10 and up patrons. Favorite artist slash band uh, at the moment and of all time? What do you think? What's your favorite at the moment? Favorite artist at the moment? Uh, well, I've been streaming up by Cardi B nonstop because I need to learn the words to it. So she's kind of one of my top artists, usually on rotation at all times. You guys already know who my favorite artist of all time is, though. The 7X in my <sighs> username is there for a reason because Event Sevenfold is actually my favorite band of all time. Yeah. My favorite artist at the moment, you know, I really, I just get into a particular song or artist, you know, and listen to a lot of it. But I really, my favorite song right now is by this uh, trap metal artist named Mimi Barks. I'm going to talk about it in my next uh, video, but she has a trap metal song about Nikki Six's drip. And <laughs> I'm fucking into it. I'm very, I really like Jarris Johnson. I really like this stuff that I'm calling like butt trap, which is basically like, butt rock inspired trap um i'm super into that like jaris johnson mario judah um like this shit is gonna it's gonna be big i think i'm i'm pretty into that yeah that stuff is cool will you make a video on why you don't like college rock or have you already made that i don't really have a desire making videos about why i don't like something i don't know that just Puts out negative energy. Into yeah. What am, you know, what am I going to say? Like, it just doesn't seem like that would really add anything to the world. I don't know what college rock is. Like Sonic Youth and that kind of shit. Dinosaur Jr. Oh, so like boring shit. Yes. Ah. The answer is small PP energy. Ooh, you said it. Too much small PP energy. I need big PP energy. <laughs> um, to compensate. Just kidding. <laughs> Your podcasts are simply amazing. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you very much for listening to them. I really like my podcast. I think it's great. <laughs> I'm glad that oh, you yeah? do too. So yeah, if you haven't listened to my podcast, then you should. What is the last Bay Area hardcore show that I've attended? I mean, it would be fucking, I don't even know, 20 years ago or something like that. I, I don't know. I saw like, I think I saw The Locust in San Jose in like 1999 or something. <laughs> I saw some show in San Jose and I remember thinking how funny it was that there was a hardcore show in San Jose. I was going to say, I don't, I'm not familiar with the bands in this scene. Yeah. If it is a scene. I, I don't know. I mean, in uh, San Jose now, I can't imagine as much of a scene because it costs a million dollars for a fucking closet there. Well, you know, those rich kid, hardcore kids, you know, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. <laughs> Any interviews other than Jairus Johnson coming to your YouTube channel? No. And the reason why is because people do not watch them. Uh, this is an interesting thing. Lots of people ask me to put my podcasts on uh, YouTube. And I said, well, all right, I'll try it. But um, I was very skeptical because I've, tried, I've worked on a lot of podcasts over the years, like for 10 years. People do not watch podcasts on YouTube. Like, they just don't. And why would they? Like, you want to just sit there looking at shitty Zoom video for an hour and a half? Like, that's not good content, in my opinion. 
but I did it just because people asked for it, um, just to test it, you know, because maybe it's a different day. And performance is terrible. They got no views. It's just, it's not worth doing. And I know there's going to be people that say, well, I would like to watch it. That's cool. But, you know, I just, I, I can't cater I can't cater to like the tiny amount of people who watch that. The numbers speak for themselves. So I already have uh, an interview with Lil Xan um, that's already scheduled. That'll be up next week. But that's the last one I'm going to do because it's just people don't watch them. I don't have a question, but I love your videos, but it's sometimes hard to understand because I am Dutch and 14 years old. I'm sorry to hear that. Hopefully, you know, watching the videos can help. If you don't understand now, hopefully... Ordered a shirt and a hoodie a few days ago. Hello from Israel. Hello from the United States. One of my best friends and business partners is Israeli. I have a, I'm a fan of the Israeli people. My cousin lived there in Tel Aviv for a couple years too. I like Israeli people. That's cool. That's amazing that people watch from so many places in the, in the world. That's yeah, really cool. It is cool. The world, it's amazing. Would you ever do a video on Gigi Allen or would that be too controversial? So for anybody who doesn't know, Gigi Allen was a massive piece of shit um, punk rock guy in the 80s and early 90s who died of an OD in like 94. And like basically he was best known for playing shows naked and like cutting himself and throwing his poop at the audience and stuff. There's an amazing picture of him with Ray and uh, poor Cell from Youth of Today, <laughs> right before he was about to go throw shit on everybody. Um, but I, I don't know what there is to say about him. Like, there's a movie about him called Hated that's a documentary about his life, which is actually made by Todd Phillips, the guy who did Old School and um, uh, The Hangover and stuff. It was oh. his, like, first movie. I don't really know what there is to say about Gigi Allen other than, like, and he went to prison for, like, setting a fan on fire at a show and stuff, like, He's, the dude was just a, a piece of shit, like obviously very mentally ill, like sick person. I just don't really know what there is to say about him other than that. I mean, I have nothing good to say about him. He's a horrible person. So yeah, I just don't know what I would say. Uh, <laughs> Slipknot or corn? What do you pick? Do you like either one? Not particularly. I no. mean, they, they exist. You know what I mean? Like they're just, I was too young for that stuff. This I'll is like real. this is like when they asked Lil Yachty about Tupac. Oh yeah, I'd be like, yeah, like I mean, I remember Corn came out with like one song when I was like really in it. It was the um, Coming Undone song. Yeah, yeah, it's um, a good song. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I think yeah. they're I think they're just a little bit different. Like Slipknot is much more metal. Um, if I had to pick one, I would pick Corn. Um, because I think they are a little bit more um, interesting and innovative. Um, the good corn songs are really fucking good, but I think they're both, I think they're just different. Uh, well, here's a good question. Brett Michaels, sweetheart or douche? I hate Brett Michaels. <laughs> he, as I said, he ruins the show. I'm sorry. Like I can't get over like the fact that he just is such a shallow person. And is like so like not I, I don't know it just why be why why are you the way you are <laughs> I, I don't know I mean, why. he always says irritating shit like he always makes things like a like he's way too over sexual and you know what yeah. if that's his deal that's his deal it's fine I don't really care like I don't think he thinks of women as like he probably does to a certain extent because that's the the era of like rock starish life that he grew up with or whatever yeah. but like I don't truly believe that he thinks of people that way. Like as objects or like just sexual, sexual beings or whatever. But like, you know, like 
he just like says irritating shit like oh like you know they'll have a challenge where they have to you know play football and like or in the mud and start falling girls, down in yeah, the mud but someone will actually sprain their fucking ankle he's like oh that's such a turn on like Ew. And you know what he's a fraud he keeps talking about how he's from pittsburgh <laughs> he's from fucking harrisburg you said what is it called? Mechanicsburg is the town, but that's a suburb of, of Harrisburg. Harrisburg is nowhere near Pittsburgh. It's closer to fucking Philly. Yeah. He's a. How he's... dare you? How dare you claim the Steelers, <laughs> Brett Michaels? Seriously. You are from Harrisburg. You do not get to claim the Steelers, the Steelers. You're not. Ooh. You are no Yenzer, my friend. <laughs> yeah. You are a fraud. Yeah, I just don't like how he's. He always like. It seems like he gets irritated when the girls actually try to get to know him or yeah. actually try to, like, explain. like, could get, you just shut up and touch like, my dick? Yeah, exactly. Or talk about, like, themselves. Like, oh, I like to paint with acrylic paint sometimes. And then he'll <laughs> be like. he'll be like, oh, they just, oh, I'm going to fall <laughs> She just asleep. kept talking and talking. Yeah, unless they're saying something like, oh, Brett, I want you so badly. Yeah. Oh, I love you. And blah, blah, blah. I'd be like, and then he just, and then he's like, yeah, tell me more. Like, no. Like, I know, and I understand this is TV. You have to be a little extreme. You have to be a little, you know, extra and stuff. But it's just like, uh, you know. Mm-mm. Y'all, y'all gonna watch the Stillers game? Y'all watching the Stillers? So that's our opinion on Brett Michaels. Uh, not, not a sweetheart. I don't like him. Ugh. He's diabetic. <laughs> how dare you? I like how he says my diabetes is acting up. <laughs> Diabetes. Feeling kind of sick from my diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> Ever been to Florida? TSX drip. I wonder. I have a TSX, so maybe this is about TSX drip in the sense of the accurate TSX. I don't know. Um, but ever been to Florida? Uh, yes, I've been to Florida many times, and so have you. I've only been to Florida once. But, but your cousin lives there, right? Did yeah. you go there to see them? Yeah, um, I, I did go to see them once. They live in Orlando. Um, I didn't like it there. <laughs> yeah. It was not great. I've been to Orlando probably 10 times or something. Uh, Miami and Fort Lauderdale once. And I've been up to like Ocala a few times to see Andrew Wade and Drew Russ and some other people up there. It's bizarre how many things are from Ocala, considering that it's like nothing. Yeah. But shout, I, out, shout out to the Paddock Mall for anybody out there from Ocala. That's yeah. a deep cut. Oh, shit. Okay. I didn't, I didn't like that. It was my first going to Florida for me. was my first time like being confronted with like real humidity. Yeah. Like for real humidity. Cause it doesn't really get that humid here. And other than Florida, I've never been to the East coast or anything. So that was my first time with real humidity. And I was like, I fucking hate this place. And not a lot of Vietnamese stuff. Not a lot of like, not a lot of just stuff that I think that I would enjoy. Cause I just be in my house all day. Like, I don't want to go outside. Ugh, like that's disgusting. Move from San Jose to Fort Lauderdale. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, not that San Jose is yeah. like paradise live, on earth, but I'd rather live in San Jose. Yeah. From what I know. Uh, question for you. Me? Okay. So the question is: I have a question for myself. Uh, how do you like making YouTube videos? Um, I like making them a lot. Um, I think it's it's pretty fun. I like the process of writing. I actually get really excited for the editing process, which I know takes time, but I feel like at this point I'm envisioning, I have more fun like envisioning the end result and like all the little zoom ups of my face that I like to do and like all the expressions that I can make and like um, references that I can drop in. So I like that process a lot. Um, I I think it's been a lot of fun so far. Um, And if I'm 
doing fine at the videos that I'm making now, I guess I'll just keep going. So I think if you if you watch them so far, then thank you for watching. Um, and hopefully you'll stick around for more. But I'm hoping to get better with every video and experimenting. I'm still in a very experimental phase. So, um, you know, I want to do lots of, I want to do anything and everything, you know, and really see what, what really works and, and stuff, but I'm enjoying what I'm doing so far. I think that she is very good at making videos. And I'm not just saying that cause she's my wife. I legitimately Thanks, think man. she's very good. And I would, I would be a fan of her channel even if I didn't know her. So Aww. I'm excited to see where you go with this. Cause oh, I think you, you're very Sarah. good. Oh, thank you. I learned a lot from you. So. Oh, there's another question. Same person. I'm almost 30 and getting my life together. What should I do to buy a condo? Well, um, that would be a question for your um, mortgage person. So you got to ask them. But if it's your, if you're a first time buyer, you should be able to put down like 5% or something, which unless you live in the Bay Area, uh, 5% should be affordable. Uh, I think that's what we put down on our on our house. Yeah, but I think we went a little low too. I think yeah. if you really, I think if you really, really want to um, try to be uh, uh, strategic about it, I want to say that I think Fong put down like twenty percent. She put down yeah. a huge down payment, but well, it, it depends on what 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 your budget is and where you live and you know yeah. how much you can afford at the time. Um, but the answer, either way, call talk to a real estate agent yeah, and they'll, they'll get a referral. Find a good real estate agent and ask them who to talk to for a mortgage. They'll get they'll connect you with a good word of mouth, yeah. like get referrals. They'll they'll connect you to some good um, somebody good, a mortgage lender who can help you out with that. That is my suggestion, and they'll tell you how much you need and all that stuff. Yeah, this, this person, person has all the fucking questions. Good, good questions, yes, yeah. Bitch. What do you like about living in Seattle? Well, what what do you like about living in Seattle? Well, it's the only place that I've really known, so take this with a grain of salt. Um, but I like that, um, actually you go first. I mean, I just feel, again, yeah. this is the only place that I've really known. I like living here, but I can't really yeah. tell you exactly why, because I, that's, that's all I know. Well, there's a few things. Like, first of all, it's beautiful here. I mean, you can go from like a sandy beach to like snowy mountains in about an hour. I mean, without traffic, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is awesome. The outdoor stuff here is, there's no better city in the country, in my opinion, for outdoor stuff, especially when you consider that there's also a lot of good jobs here. So you can move to like True. Breckenridge, Colorado or something, and there's a lot of cool outdoor stuff, but there's no jobs there other than like working in a restaurant or whatever. Right, um, yeah. So Seattle, you know, you can have, there's, you know, Amazon, Google, um, Microsoft, Facebook, like if you work in tech, especially there's tons of jobs here. And also um, because of all those big companies that are here, if you're not in that sector or, you know, you want to get into that sector, you can start at the bottom yep. kind of, or start, you know, lower and then make your way up. Yep. I knew a girl that worked at the Starbucks in the, the, one of the Amazon buildings. And because she was such a, you know, she obviously showed the the qualifications like attitude wise to, to become an Amazon employee, but she literally was a barista who networked with people and, you know, obviously passed the interview phase, but she got a job there. So if you, even if you're not qualified just yet, um, just being around those areas can really help you if that's the sector you're looking for. But because we have those big companies, they, the, the, they, those big companies create smaller opportunities for you too. So you don't have to be in tech uh, to live here is what I'm trying to yep. say too. And also, you know, I would say it, 
contrary to what a lot of white people say, Seattle is actually quite diverse. Just just don't stay in Seattle. Yes, you have to go outside. First of all, if you go to if you go to any of the tech areas like like South Lake Union or some of the Midtown areas where Amazon has some of those buildings, trust and believe you will not see very many white people. Yeah, go to because, South Center Mall. Right, not going to see a lot of white people. So if people. you're going to be in the city, you go to obviously the International District. You go to South Lake Union. You know, in those places or the U District or the U District, you will not see no fucking white people. Right. Okay, because it's a lot of Asian people. I'll just be real here. A lot of Asian people work at these tech companies because a lot of them are engineers. A lot of international students that go to the schools here because those fucking greedy ass schools want their money. <laughs> want their fucking rich they want parents' their money. money. Exactly. Yeah. And then and then those people end up getting the jobs that are in tech. It's it's a whole yeah. it's a whole cycle thing. So but, if you uh, like Asian stuff, there's a lot of that here. Right. But um, even in the suburbs, there's a lot of that stuff too. Edmonds has a lot of Korean shit. Yeah. You know, down south, uh, Rainier stuff. There's a lot of Southeast Asian stuff, like Vietnamese, Cambodian, Filipino stuff. Um, My Tulalo people, of, that's true. There's also a lot of Native people here, too. That's right. A lot of reservations here, so, mm-hmm. you know, that's cool. Uh, there's probably, like, 15 reservations or so within yeah. an hour of Seattle. So, yeah. I think that's cool, like, just that it's... And then there's, there's all the Af- uh, Eritrean, Yeah, European, there's a lot of African um, people here, too. So, yeah, I, I, stuff. I think the diversity part is is interesting to me just because I like being around, I like learning about different kinds of people. So I like that part of it. Downside is it is very expensive, but you know, that's the West coast for you. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. But first, I want to thank DistroKid for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. If you're not familiar, DistroKid is a digital music distribution service that musicians use to put their music into online stores and streaming services. So in plain language, if you have ever wondered how to get your music on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, Amazon, Deezer, Tidal, and many, many more, there's like dozens and dozens of different streaming services. DistroKid is the way to do it. It is super easy. I have used it to put my music on Spotify. It took me maybe five minutes to like set it up and upload everything. It's legitimately awesome. I am sincerely a fan of this company and their product. And for those of you who have asked, you can also upload your music to TikTok with DistroKid. And if you want a chance to get featured on DistroKid's Spotify playlists, 
You can do that by submitting a song through Spotlight and getting your fans to vote for you. You can also use Hyperfollow to get more Spotify followers. You can promote your new release as well as Spotify Canvas. That's where there's the video in the background in the player. And when you share it on Instagram, it shares that video too to make your Spotify release pop. And Spotify Canvas is available to all DistroKid artists. Like I said, as you can probably tell from this, like I am sincerely a fan of DistroKid. DistroKid can do everything I just talked about and so much more. So be sure to sign up with my link, which is in the show notes for this episode, to get 7% off your first year. That link is in the show notes of this episode or go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash the punk rock NBA. And thanks again to DistroKid for sponsoring this episode. Why did you completely omit Jimmy Eat World from your emo video? Because it is not intended as a list of bands, and it's not my goal to mention every detail about every band. If you go back to the title of the video, the title is What Killed Emo, not here is a list of every band and what they contributed to the genre because that's not the topic of the video. So there are thousands of artists and details that I omitted from the video, and it's because I didn't believe that they supported the thesis of the video. Just because he omits something or, you know, any creator omits something doesn't mean that it's not in consideration. Exactly. What programming languages do you have experience with? Well, I am a dinosaur. My skills are very badly out of date. Uh, I used to be decent with the LAMP stack back in the day, Linux, Apache, MySQL, and PHP. Um, the the most technical work for the state. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not getting no job at fucking Amazon no. or nothing with those. The most technically difficult thing I ever did was I got a uh, an Apache web server running off the cable modem in my uh, living room, running on some shitty old like Pentium one that I bought at Goodwill for like twenty dollars or something like that, just to see if I could do it. This was like back in like Red Hat days, like two thousand two or something like that. It was fucking hard. Uh, I also I was I was very good at Flash and Director. I built like a tile based like side scrolling game like Super Mario Brothers with like a level editor where you could like point and click like Super Mario Maker kind of thing. Um, those languages are very similar to they're 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 the ECMA standard, so basically similar to JavaScript. But so I understand the concepts of all this stuff, but my skills are very badly out of date. I, I you know I, I you wouldn't want me to write any code today. I would do a terrible job of it, but I do understand it. And I obviously come from the MySpace era of HTML, CSS. HTML rules, dude. That's right. You should learn C. I never want to challenge. I I tried. Um, I tried to learn. Yeah. Oh, really? I tried to learn C back in the day. I mean, I I could learn C, but there's so many. Like, you have a lot of work to do. Otherwise, there's no point. There's no point in learning C unless you need to write really performant code for very particular use cases, which I don't. You know, yeah. like like her brother uh, was writing some printer driver, uh, right. and that he did that in C because because right. that's what it needed to be. Um, but for anything I was doing, there's just no need to use C. Have you seen those crazy Japanese hardcore videos? Yes, I have. I have seen some. How of, are I, they crazy? They're not really. I mean, they're just it's yeah. just a hardcore show. Um, I saw Gauze and Asphalt with spaz in like 96, I guess it was 95. Um, so I, Japanese hardcore, I just don't, it's not interesting to me. I think a lot of this like Japanese stuff, like I think a lot of the time people are interested in Japanese bands just because they're Japanese. Um, it's like exotic to them or something. And if the same band was American or British or something, I think they wouldn't 
care about it nearly as much. Yeah. Nothing to say. Just wanted to share big pee-pee energy <laughs> on this fine Valentine's Day. That's right. That's right. If you don't have, if you don't have a Valentine's, if you don't have a Valentine, you need to get some more big peepee energy in your you life. Swing your dick around. That's right. Even even if it's small, even if it's just a little. <laughs> even even if that just looks let it like yeah, even bit. if it's like this. Ew, okay, honey. Just a little, honey, you know. Instagram is gonna even if, you from this. Shit. Even if you if you're in a three grapes kind of situation, there, <laughs> s- swing what you got. Make the most of Fake it. Fake it till you make That's it. That's right. Make the most of whatever whatever you 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 God gave you. Same person. For Lynn, what's some of Finn's bands or music that you have no idea how he likes? Well, you know, it's it's not about like oh how could he like any of this stuff. I mean, it's there's always a reason for something, right? There's always a reason for it. I would never judge anyone for nothing like that. But um, uh, is there anything that you like that maybe I don't like as much? There's nothing that I like am like absolutely not will never listen to this ever because, again, I don't think about things like that. I don't think you like pop um, as but much as I do. Like, but... Yeah, I don't. I don't, I'm not like, oh, you listen to Britney Spears. Well, yeah. obviously, also, I love Britney Spears, Free Britney. But, like, I don't, I'm not, like, that kind of person. Yeah, it's just kind of like I'm chill, like, I'm just like, you know, I mean, cool. You're chilling. Like, you're you're listening to the pop stuff, but I just don't listen to that stuff personally. I just don't find it very interesting to me. I, I can respect that it's well-made and well-produced and well-arranged. It's not I, for you. Just not for me. Three Grapes Gang. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Three Grapes King checking go. in. Here we go. Do you think you will retire from YouTube in five years? Um, well, I, I'm going to keep writing this as long as I can. As long as people, as long as I'm able to like have an audience of people who give a shit what I have to say, I'm going to keep doing it. And if that's five years or twenty years, whatever, you know, I just, I just enjoy, I just, I enjoy talking about stuff with people, you know. And I'm going to keep doing that as long as I can. But I'm also not going to, you know, there's some, sometimes you see when it's, it's clear that someone's time is over and nobody cares anymore. And, you know, if that day comes for me, then I'll quit and do something else. But uh, I'm not going anywhere until, you know, I have to. And as long as people still care, I'll still be here. Craziest place you've met a celeb. I met the guy for Agnostic Front at a 10-year-old's birthday. <laughs> um, <laughs> I haven't really... I haven't met that many celebrities, uh, really. Um, you 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 have you have, but they're not necessarily celebrities. I mean, we you know plenty of people. In, well, in bands aside from band people, I saw Jared Leto getting out of a taxi once in Cincinnati because uh, Thirty Seconds to Mars was playing that night. It was on. He um, doesn't have his own personal chauffeur. No, it was it was on Vine Street for anybody from Cincinnati, uh, right by the skyline uh, on Vine Street, and he was wearing one vinyl glove on his left hand and he had a uh <laughs> he had a copy like the penguin um penguin edition of catcher in the rye in his other hand uh that's a really oddly specific detail <laughs> but hey and i was like hey. oh, that's jared leto oh have you ever met a celebrity oh oh well we met linda trang that was oh yeah we uh yeah we met linda trang in uh in her restaurant in yeah. in uh in westminster uh, she's a famous Vietnamese pop singer. Yeah, she's like the Britney Spears of Vietnamese yeah. music. And and what did she ask us? She asked <laughs> us if we were Vietnamese, which was really weird. I think she was referring mainly to me, but... But she was, like, looking at me. Yeah, it was weird. Like, oh, are you Vietnamese? I'm like, I, She no. was mainly referring to me. But, yeah. oh, but we, um... 
Well, I guess the funny thing is that uh, when we were with Matt in Cafe Vivace, and then, like, totally random, like, coincidental moment, like, the guys from Pierce the Veil walked in. That wasn't us. I, I, I think Matt went to yeah. talk to them. I, we didn't talk to them. But I don't remember. And I think Adam Elmachias was with them, too. Oh, that's right. I just remember that being, like, the most, fu- like, randomest thing that has ever happened in my entire life. Because yeah. we were with other band people. And then, like, other band people, like, walked into the same exact like, oh. establishment. And I was like, am I, like, having a stroke <laughs> or something? Like, I also saw Tommy Davidson. Uh, in line at the um, the cafe at Barnes and Noble in Cincinnati, he was playing like some comedy club last night or that night, and he was there just like getting coffee. But he really wanted everybody to notice him. He was like kind of dancing and like singing in line and stuff, so that everyone was like, oh, that's Tommy Davidson. Uh, <laughs> but nobody said anything to him because it's like what? Well, uh, Stab to the heart. Yeah. Blow to the ego. Yeah. That's hilarious. Not new metal, but any chance of doing a video covering how we came to metal-inspired hip-hop music? I have done this. I've talked about this a lot, many, many, many times, actually. Um, but I could do it again if that's what people want. But I have discussed this in my videos about metalcore and deathcore um, and uh, pop punk. and you, you say this in literally every single video. Yeah, to the point where I feel stupid because <laughs> I've said it so many times. Um, but if, you know, if that's what people want, I could certainly do it again. Cause I, I feel like, you know, I feel like I was talking about that stuff two years ago when people just kind of like maybe. It wasn't as. Yeah. Um, weren't. Well known. Yeah. And, and, and maybe they didn't see it or, or didn't care then. And, you know, now people have kind of caught up, so maybe it's a better time to talk about it, but I really don't want to just keep repeating myself, um, if I can avoid it. Uh, let's see. The other day you said to use interest to pay bills. Where can I learn more about that? Well, Investopedia, uh, you know, the investing subreddit on, uh, yeah, on Reddit, you know, I mean, there's a million places. If you just look up, just Google personal finance tips. There's millions. Ramit Sethi is, uh, is at Ramit, R-A-M-I-T. He talks about this all the time. it's such a broad topic, like just literally Google personal finance and you'll see tons of stuff about this. Which countries would you like to visit once COVID is done? Well, we have a trip planned. Yes. uh, My sister uh, recently moved to Germany for um, the military. So uh, we're going to be visiting her. Uh, She lives in, not in Munich, but like, you know, the closest city would be Munich. Whatever the big army base yeah, in I Germany don't is. I don't remember is. the name. Uh, but we'll be visiting her in uh, May, hopefully, if um, if things still allow. That's what we're shooting towards. And then um, during that trip, we'll be there for a week. And then for the second half of the week, we'll be going to Paris, which will be our first time. It'll be my first time going to Europe in, in general. So I'm excited for that. And then once open, once COVID opens up and once Canada opens up specifically, uh, we, we meant to go on a trip to to BC, Vancouver, BC last year, uh, right when the pandemic first started. So, um, borders closed before we could do that. And also probably wouldn't have been smart for us to do that anyway. So going back to, to Vancouver, BC is on, on our list to go as well. I would like to go to Vietnam too. It seems like, um, we just watched a Vietnam vlog. I mean, there's family there that we should see. And, yeah. I haven't you know. been there before, so yeah. we'll have to go back, not go back. I don't, I say it like as if I've been there before, yeah. but obviously like I haven't, but yeah. you know, it, 
it's not the motherland, but it kind of is at the same. You know, it's like that line of like you know the the first. What, Westminster first, is like the motherland yeah, for much. American Vietnamese people. Yeah, pretty much. Do you like or love <laughs> Nike? Well, so first of all, I stopped wearing Nike stuff in videos because I get made fun of for it so much that I was That's so stupid. I was I was dude. bullied into not wearing it. Um, because now you're letting the elitists win, but they're well, just so, it's just easier that way. Yeah, I guess, but it's just so disappointing. And this is, and I know that you know you're you're gonna do your thing. This is just me saying that, like, it's just so stupid that people care that much about what fucking a brand fucking you wear. Swoosh? Yeah, an ups like a fucking abstract. So, like, yeah. really, that's what you care about? It really doesn't matter. What does your what you're not wearing? You're wearing this. See, this is like, the part. People anything. say things like this: Nike products are sweet, but business practices are whack. But yet, nobody can actually give me details on this. So I think that's interesting. Yeah, and the case I think it's for, a, I think it's a meme. about like the sweatshop stuff, they don't necessarily do that anymore. Yeah, I mean that's a whole other conversation. Uh, right. People don't they don't they don't know what I'm talking about. But the reason why I wear Nike stuff is not because I love the brand slavery profiteers. But here's the thing: um, you don't even you don't even know what factories they use, right? You haven't done the research. You don't know. And what other do you even know? I could the go fact, on about this yeah, forever. The factories are contracted by someone yes, else. Yes, they use contract manufacturing. Else. You don't know what they factories have, they use. Yeah, they just have to be able to show at a, be able to trust yeah, and yeah. see what the actual mechanical output is. I mean, if they see that there's an issue, then they everyone's, have to take action on it. But everyone's it's not as easy as just saying, yeah, they're they're making everyone slaves. That's not necessarily true. Everyone's an expert on supply chains, but <laughs> nobody has any details. I wear Nike because it fits me well, not because I particularly give a shit about the brand. Because um, I, you know, I'm a fairly small person. I'm like 5'11", 165. Um, and so it's kind of hard to find stuff that fits me well. Um, and that's why I wear Nike. Not because I really love the band or love the brand in particular. Will you ever do an Every Time I Die video? Uh, well, I already did something about them. I don't really know what there is to say about them other than what I did, which is basically like they're a 511 is small WTF 511 and 165 is fairly small. Um, that's, you know, I'm, I'm a small person in that way. Um, it, it, regarding every time, every time I die, I just don't really know what else I could say about them other than what I did. Um, I mean, they're not a particularly big band. Like, I mean, respect, you know, respect for them. I think they've, they work super fucking hard. I mean, they've been around for 20-some years. I don't really know what I could say about them other than what I already did. Yeah. See, here's the thing about factories. I have been to factories in Asia. I've spent months at factories in Asia. I know a thing or two about how these factories run, a lot more than the people in my comments know. So I'm just going to leave it at that. I said my face bomb ass type rack stack up shack hi sorry are you li are you interested in listening to new bands entering the scene of course I listen to them all the time and I talk about them all the time appreciate the positive light on us juggalos any other subcultures you want to do still mm -hmm. there's none that come to mind but generally speaking you know what I want to do is talk about stuff that hasn't been super well documented um, and maybe say something about it that hasn't been said before. Um, and, uh, you know, if you have any suggestions there on, on some subculture like that, I'd be, uh, I'm always interested in it. Is Ronnie ever going to drop an album? Well, you would have to ask him. Uh, I don't really know him particularly well. Um, my understanding is that he's just focused on singles, but you'd have to ask him. 
what is your history with the Cleveland area? Recall your Hot Topic video at Great Northern Mall. Uh, I lived there from 1996 to 1999, so that is my history with it. I'm renting an Airbnb in Seattle. Is it still locked down over there? Um, well, I, I, I don't know. Um, well, it's starting to open up a little bit. Um, King County is in phase two, which means that limited indoor dining, limited everything, I think, at this point. So what I'm, what I'm who not knows sure, yeah. what's going to happen in the future and how fast it will actually open up, but that's my understanding of the current situation. And, yeah, so I, what I don't know is how many things are voluntarily closed down or went out of business or whatever. Right. It kind of depends on where you're staying. And right. it's definitely... It's definitely a lot quieter now, that's for sure. Yeah. Are you going to do a video on Avril Lavigne? Um, you know, that's a good idea. I don't really know what I would say about her, um, but it I is mean, a good I think idea. She was really uh, a big part of having, you know, making the kind of alternative stuff be popular to young girls. I yeah. Mean, I wore the fucking tie. Yeah. Like, you know, like I wore the tie, like, right. because of her. Right. You know, I wore the, you know, the sweatband because, you know what I mean? Like, so I think there's something to that, but you'd have to dig more into her history to really right. see that. I'm not sure. That's just, yeah. a, that's just a guess, um, at the, you know, off the top of my head. If that even is Avril. Oh, God. Or should I say shit. Melissa? Mel- or is that it was Michelle or something? I think it's Melissa. Oh, God. I swear the internet sometimes. <laughs> it's a little too much for me sometimes. Did Vagrant Records band synth usage have any influence on the Easy Core sound? Yes, probably so. Um, especially um, because that was uh, James DeWeese from Get Up Kids was also in Coalesce and uh, Reggie in the Full Effect. And if you listen to Reggie, uh, I would say that there is a lot of overlap there with Easy Core. Very underrated band. Do you foresee music meaning less or more for you later in life? Uh, I would say definitely less. What do you think? For you or for me? For for people in general. Oh, do, or oh for I you. see. Um, less so, yeah. I feel like, well, first of all, yeah, I would agree with you. And just the conversations that we've had is that, like, I don't care as much about music anymore. I don't, well, especially during the pandemic, but, like, I don't care very much about music um, as an art form as much. And I do, but I also, like... I mean, how do I say this? Like, I used to really be into the subculture associated with music. I think it's just a little different now how it's manifesting because obviously I was during like the emo scene days where it was very aggressive. But like, um, there are more distractions. Um, it's just becoming kind of like a, a soundtrack to a different kind of culture that's happening. And also, I don't um, idolize people yeah. in music anymore. Um, we've met a lot of people who have humanized it and just kind of like, I just know that these like musicians are not the people to idolize or like follow or like, you know, act as your, your moral compass yeah. in, in, projected on a person. That's just not, that's just not I mean, you, right. You get older, you have, you have a career, you have a family, exactly. you know, exactly. And there's other things I want to be interested in. So that's just me. What is your favorite dipping sauce? I know your answer to this. Oh, do you now? Yes. Do you now? Yes, of course. What is it then? Red Robin campfire sauce. Of course, yeah. I mean, it's like that. It's like I like creamier stuff, right? So I like like, and you can make it at home. By the way, uh, it's very easy to make at home. All you need, I learned this because obviously, uh, I it's mayonnaise, 
barbecue sauce and some chili powder. And you just like whisk it up. It's really easy, but I like the creaminess that is involved with that. But also ketchup is a good one too, because ketchup is amazing. Ketchup is a God tier sauce. Yeah. That's like the overall, if I had to choose like a specific one, yes, campfire sauce, but ketchup always going to be the, the, the goat for all circumstances. Why all the Apple Music hate we need your playlists on there? Well, you can make them on there. It's very easy. Um, I have them on Spotify. You can just go look at my Spotify playlist and recreate them on Apple Music. And, and then you get all the credit, and right? And your time is not, and my time is not less valuable than yours. So you can do it yourself. What's the craziest show you have ever been to? Well, I mean, you know, by crazy, I'm, I'm guessing that this person wants to hear about violence. And I went to some violent shows, you know, like I would say there there was a fight at almost every single show I went to in Cleveland in the 90s, um, pretty much sometimes multiple fights. Um, but it's not like it's like people hitting each other over the head with like a baseball bat or something. It's like a little scuffle and then they break it up. And I think people, you know, I think people kind of try to make these things sound like they're a bigger deal than they actually were. Of course. Um the craziest one I would say that I went to was um, Indian chutneys are the best. Oh, chutney is very uh, good. The, yeah, those are good. Is it tamarind chutney? I, I don't the know. The sweet one? I don't know what is in that one. I, I'm not sure. I think tam- I know there's like a mint one that's yeah. that's common, but then there's a sweet one. The sweet one. I think it's but. tamarind chutney is God tier as well. Um, I remember seeing this band called Harvest, which was like a straight edge, like moshcore kind of band play at this like punk place called speak in tongues in like 97, 98 or something. And they were like kind of taking themselves real seriously and stuff, which was just not the vibe there. And, uh, and the bassist like put his bass down for a second to like get a drink of water or something like that. And uh, a friend of ours (laughs) just walked up on stage and picked it up, put it on and started playing it. (laughs) (laughs) And instead of like, instead of going, put it down. Could to get a drink of water. I don't know, whatever. But he just, just a, like, and instead of going along with it, you know, they didn't read the room and they got uptight, and and everyone started like heckling him and fucking with him, and they basically got heckled off stage. Um, oh, Kitty's twitching. Um, is she twitching? Yeah, look. Oh, she's twitching while she's asleep. Oh, um, sorry. We woke her up. Uh, so that was pretty funny. Also with that show. There was like, uh, there were these like, you know, hardcore kids like moshing with their shirts off, like kind of needlessly. And this, <laughs> this is a little aggressive, but it was still funny. One of our friends, I think it was, I think it was Mike Roeder, my, um, but I, I could be wrong. He, uh, whoever it was, the, there was a, some people lived upstairs. He boiled a pot of coffee and walked into the pit with it with like a pit of a, a, a pot of hot coffee what? and, and like accidentally on purpose, like accidentally spilled, on yeah, purpose spilled on one of these like mosher dudes with his shirt off <gasps> and like, you know, instant, like third degree burn. Well, I'm, no, I mean, it wasn't, but oh. it like definitely burned him. It was oh, like, shirt, his, his chest was all red. And the guy's like, what the fuck, man? But you know, Mike lived there. And so you couldn't <laughs> just fight him. And so they, it just, the whole thing oh, just turned into like all these, there was like all these uptight, hardcore kids, yeah, the come at me bro type guy. All these like uptight hardcore kids just basically got laughed out of the place 
by all the like punk kids, and I thought it was really funny. Oh so, my god, I live for this kind of drama. Yeah, when they could have just <laughs> pot of coffee. <laughs> it would have been so easy if they just like went along with it and like recognized that like this was a punk show, and they should have just let Danny or whoever it was play the bass and have fun with it, you know. But so <laughs> I, I I love seeing anybody that takes themselves too seriously getting taken down a peg is always funny to me. And there's an interview, I think it might might be in Trust Kill or something. There's an interview with Harvest where they talk about this as like the worst show that they ever played. So you can look oh, it up hilarious. if you want. It's like these asshole punk rockers, blah, blah, blah. Rest in peace, coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Everything Lil Aaron does is ironic in the best way possible. Well, I would say it's post-ironic. It's like he's joking, but he's not joking. He really does... He really is it. a guy from Indiana who loves Kid Rock. <laughs> yeah, right, right, He's right. just self-aware enough to know that that's funny. Right. But he's not – it's not a joke per se. Just, just because I'm laughing doesn't mean it's a joke. Although I will say, do you think the bright green Balenciaga triple S's that he was wearing when we met him were like ironic? Or no. ironic? How was it meeting Ghostmane? Oh, it was cool. He's a very smart, thoughtful guy. Um we hung out with him for maybe like an hour or something like that. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, cool guy. Um, I uh, seen. I don't know him well by any means, but seems like a very nice, like you know, thoughtful person. I was looking at that one too. Do you smoke DMT? I think that's a, a strain of weed or no, something. No, DMT is the Joe Rogan shit that like. Oh, he uses it's to a like conspiracy drug or something. Yeah, he uses it to like is it you a know psychedelic or something. Yes, it's like the. The thing, you know, where they're like, oh, if you, you know, smoke DMT, it'll open up your third eye and it'll just like, oh, it's going to change your mind, man. Like, well, I went down to. That sounds dangerous. I went down to the Amazon and had a ayahuasca shaman, uh, you know, do the ceremony with me and just really changed my mind about shit, man. Yeah, the galaxy brain drug. Oh. Um, yeah, so do I smoke DMT? The question is, when am I not smoking DMT? I think DMT is like in the particles of our air. That's right. That's the case, I just, then, man. I just have like, a, uh, I have a little vape pen, and just every ten or fifteen minutes, like you, what you guys don't know about me is that I am constantly on DMT. Like what you think of as the sober me is just me on DMT because I just have a little vape pen with some DMT in it. And I take a hit every ten minutes or so. Uh, I, the only world I know is one in which you're on DMT. DMT. My third eye is open twenty four seven. For Lynn, what is the best Avenged Sevenfold album? You guys are asking me so many questions. That's very nice of you. Thank you. Uh, um, best Avenged Sevenfold album is self-titled, in my opinion. I think it was their creative peak. I think it was their, it was also it was also self-produced too, which is pretty cool. Um, but I think it was their most creative. Um, and and you know I have a lot of really great memories with it. But um, City of Evil is also like a. a one that kind of holds a special place in my heart as well. Um, I would say those two are probably the, the best ones. But um, the stage is pretty cool. Um, it's underrated. It is underrated. That's an underrated one. I think that one actually reminds me a lot of like the City of Evil days uh, where they were really being progressive and kind of experimental and, you know, those eight-minute-long songs, you know. With love Neil those. deGrasse Tyson. That's right. Oh, that was so awesome. <laughs> Yeah, those are great. So, uh, yeah, I really like the songs like uh, The Stage and Exist. They have those, like, punk parts, which are really cool, but, like, the medley parts and the progressive parts, I think they do a really good job of, of blending all three of those in their own really specific way. Yeah, 
the self-titled and uh, City of Evil, my picks. I agree. You agree? Yes. When can we expect a Finn McKenty guitar clinic? Well, I'd be happy to do one, but there's going to be two things in that guitar clinic. There's only every single note that you play should be one of two things, either open a palm mute or a pinch harmonic. (laughs) That's it. As you can tell, I grew up in the dime bag. Open string? It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter? If it, every every note you play must be either be palm muted or a pinch harmonic, because as you can tell, Dimebag Daryl is my biggest influence as a guitarist. There are only two things that matter: pinch harmonics and palm mutes. That's my guitar clinic. Thank you for coming. Chick Fil A slash Popeyes. I I don't know if this is. Um, I think maybe or. Yeah, if this question. Popeyes. Yeah, what what do you think? Um, I think Chick Fil A sucks shit. Ooh, that was strong. Um, yeah, I don't particularly like Chick-fil-A. Like, when we went there once, like, we were like, oh, I've never really had it before. Let's try it. It wasn't very good. Um, very bland. Yeah, I was expecting, like, like fucking, like, God Yeah. came down and rubbed his Balls on a piece of chicken. On. Yeah, exactly, yeah. all over it, and it was going to be amazing. But I didn't... I feel like chicken sandwiches, I feel like in concept, they sound like they're going to be amazing. They're terrible. I think fried chicken, it's going to, you know, there's going to be a lot of seasoning and the breading and and the breading is going to be really good with the bread. Uh, No. Um, It was really bland. They don't, I don't, I'm sure. And the the thing is, is that I bet they season the shit out of it. it. I bet they use a lot of salt, a lot of butter, a lot of, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? To like really add to it. But it, it. it has this like heavy but not flavorful. Yes, exactly. Um, exactly. Taste. See, see. Obviously, you guys can tell I'm very detail oriented <laughs> about food. Um, it's it doesn't work. Whereas Popeyes, at least you're just getting it straight, right? You can just eat the, eat the shit like just straight up, right? And you could probably put that in a sandwich. Sure. They probably do have chicken sandwiches, and they probably are pretty good because Popeyes is fried chicken first, and then the sandwich. Whereas Chick Fil A is the sandwich. You know what I mean? But not the fried chicken. It's not like... It, Chick-fil-A no. is trashed here. And also Popeye's biscuits. Ugh, fuck. How would you compare them to Red Lobster biscuits? Oh, God. Nothing it, Nothing can touch Red Lobster biscuits. What about nothing. Olive Garden breadsticks? Oh, that's a hard one. You know what? I feel like the breadsticks at Olive Garden have really been in decline lately. It's true. Not enough um, seasoning. It's just something about it. It's just not really hitting it for me. I think it's because back then it was only Olive Garden, right? I know that Popeyes and stuff and all of these fast food chains have been around, but we also have, we as in in Seattle, we haven't, I feel like these um, more Southern fried chicken stuff uh, has um, not really made its way to to this area until fairly recently. Um, So we didn't have the experience. So we almost kind of um, fetishize and like really go crazy over like the fried chicken stuff, which is actually really, because it's so foreign to us. What about um, Um, Cheesecake Factory bread though? Fuck. Cheesecake Factory is horrible. God. Oh, yeah. We fucking hate Cheesecake Factory. Sorry, no offense. But, like, it's so expensive for nothing. For, like, being lean cuisine? Yeah. It's, like, you – it's just not good. And plus, also, how do you – But the bread. The bread is amazing. That's the only thing that they get right. And it's not even fucking cheesecake. It's not even their cheesecake. It should be called the Bread Factory. (laughs) It's true. You know what I mean? Like, no. Like, it's – I have a lot of feelings. <laughs> and it's so expensive. We it's like so expensive. Last for time what? we went there, it was like fucking for sixty what? bucks for two for two entrees and 
two drinks. Very for, basic, for right? Like six bucks. Two, and this was after was this after tax or before tax? Uh I think and it was after. And, and plus, I mean, the sales tax here is pretty high too. So it's like, oh my god. It's just like not like really like no. It's no. It's not okay. It's not like we're we always we always like, oh, you know, what I do I do like that they have some like, you know, the lean yeah. smart menu stuff. So that kind of is kind of like, oh, you know, we could go there and have a, 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 a lighter meal or whatever. But then whenever we go there, it's like we're we go there and we're like, oh, Oops. we're gonna, you know, have a nice little meal. But then like afterwards we're like, we're never fucking coming here again because we're gonna go fucking broke if we go here more than two times a year. And obviously not for real, but like well, how it's about- that crazy. Their food is so mediocre for what? For what? And the interior, it's not even pleasant to be there because the interior design is so awful. You're like, what even am I doing here? You can buy Cheesecake Factory fucking cheesecake in the grocery store now, right? Like in like the frozen food section or something? Yeah. They commoditize it. Like, I don't know. How does Lil Nas X rate on all the live shows you've seen? We we saw Um, him at the the Amazon employee, like, picnic or whatever the fuck yeah, it was um, amazon had like a usually does like a concert um for prime day i think it was a prime day concert oh okay yeah to, to but just for it. employees right yeah yeah employees in the plus one or something yeah um and Lil nas x played it last time uh we didn't stick around for katie perry we don't care i don't care about katie perry all, all i wanted to see was Lil nas x. it's probably like the fifth show he'd ever played yeah um but you know he, he's he doing his thing. yeah it, it doesn't take a lot to perform his songs if no, you don't, no if offense, you don't follow his social media, by the way, you're missing out. He's, he's a goddamn so genius. Yeah, he's incredible. He's a genius, and hilarious. Where is the cat? We want Kitty. She is right here doing. She's been chilling. Nothing interesting. Just hanging out right here, being a kitty. It's the inside of her ear. Yeah, this is this is what she does. No work ethic. That's her problem. Yeah, you need to get a job. Because if we want to go to the Cheesecake Factory again, you're paying. <laughs> That's right. Shit. If you want, if you want dessert, you got to pay for it. Seriously. A yacht rock video, Polish bands. There's only one behemoth, right? I think so. I think they're Polish. Ricky Hoover's new band. You've never really talked about '80s pop punk. What are your thoughts on that? And would you consider it the origin? I don't know the rest of this. That is not true. I've talked about it many times. I made a video about the Descendants. Um, post-punk oh 80s post-punk yeah no i don't know anything about that stuff it's not interesting to me i don't i don't know anything about it it's not interesting to me he's the punk rock nba yeah that's right anything post is not punk anymore i don't really um 80s stuff this the reason i don't talk about this stuff is because other people have already talked about this stuff so many times a i'm not interested in it b it's already been documented a million times by Vice and whoever the fuck else. You know, this this is the kind of stuff that like the kind of standard music critic people talk about all the time. And I'm gonna leave it to them because I, I have nothing to say. Those kind of people talk about the most boring shit possible. Always. And then idolize the shit that's like not even good. Cincinnati. You probably love Skyline then. Wrong. I lived in Cincinnati. I'm not from Cincinnati. I lived in Cincinnati. <laughs> Skyline. <laughs> Is yeah, the worst. <laughs> Let me tell you about Skyline. So, what is Skyline? It is chili, Cincinnati chili, which oh, is not it's chili that at stuff. all. It is, oh, God. It's like fucking dog food. <laughs> so, here, here's the thing. So, I, after I lived in, oh no, this is the first time I went to Cincinnati. We went to some show and it was like, you know, 
11 or 12 or whatever. It was late. We were hungry. Like, oh, let's go, let's go eat somewhere. Let's get some chili. Like, oh, great. I love chili, you know, because chili to me means like beans and, you know, some ground beef or something and tomatoes, right? Uh, great. It's cold. It's late. Chili sounds awesome. So we go to Gold Star or Skyline. I forget Skyline, I think, because it's the most popular. There's a thing called Cincinnati Chili, and Skyline is the most popular version of it, I think. And so, oh, we'll go to Skyline and get some chili. Great. So I order it, and what I get is not chili. It's Cincinnati chili, which is a pile of spaghetti with Cincinnati chili sauce on it, which is just, it's like water, ground beef, and cinnamon with like grated cheese on top. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? This isn't fucking, this isn't fucking chili. I don't know what this is, but it's awful. And people from Cincinnati love this shit. And uh, it's not chili. It's Greek spaghetti sauce. That's what it is. And because Skyline was started by Greek people, I found out about this because one of my best friends from Cincinnati is Greek, and he explained all this to me. But my friends, it is not chili. It's not good. I don't recommend it. Avoid it. It is awful. It's just as it literally. It's like some school lunch shit from like 1982. Yeah, seriously. It should be illegal to serve to humans. <laughs> Have you ever been in a fight and did you win? I'm in a fight every day defending Easy Core. And you better <laughs> fucking believe I'm gonna win. <laughs> Do you think America will ever have a girl-boy group as big as BTS and Blackpink? Yeah, it's called NSYNC. Yeah. Backstreet Boys. Right. And Oh, wait, Spice Girls were British. Yeah. Um, There'll be another one, you know? Well, and I guess to answer the larger question of, like, girl of groups, groups will not exist in, in America and get to the level that BTS and Blackpink have. I'm sorry. It's just, like, it's a difference of culture. Um, Korean people, they tend to be more collective right um and and care more about the entity of multiple people over one person that's why you see more groups in korea than you see um um here individual artists here it's just not uh, except for pop groups not like or r&b groups um uh bands obviously will continue to exist obviously because you need that but like well actually not really you don't really need a band anymore um to make music with instruments in it um it's just not going to happen it's a it's a it's a cultural difference. And if you notice that people who like K-pop in, in America, they're not, they tend to like it as a counter yeah. culture kind of a thing. Cause most of the time, if someone likes BTS or Blackpink, they typically tend to not like pop music right. from what I've noticed here in America. So it's more of a counter to that thing. So it's always going to be a little bit more alternative to like K-pop here or group or group or other countries music with groups in it. It's, it's a difference of culture. So no, I don't think so. What video games are you guys into right now? Genshin Impact. I am waiting. How much money have you spent on Genshin Impact? We're not going to talk about that. I pre-ordered Story of Seasons Pioneers of Olive Town because I do like the... I know that's the OG Harvest Moon, if you guys don't know. So Harvest Moon, there's some drama um, with like the publishing company and the the licensing of the name or whatever. Um, What you think of as Harvest Moon back then is Story of Seasons now. Whatever is Harvest Moon now is not the same. Um, but Story of Seasons is Harvest Moon, for lack of a better explanation. They're coming out with a new game, March 23rd. I have pre-ordered it already, and I am excited for it, because I have been waiting for a mainline Story of Seasons Switch game for a while now. There's nothing good on the Switch anymore, because I've decided that I hate the new Animal Crossing game. 
I've played the Pokemon games. I've played the um, the reboot of the um, Tales game. I played Okami. I played the both of the Tales, uh, not the not the Tales, both of the Xenoblade Chronicle games. I've played all of that. I played Breath. I played the shit out of Breath of the Wild. I have played every single possible game that I can at least think of that isn't complete fucking shit because there's a lot of shit on switch there's a lot of shit um i've played all of it i'm waiting that's like my that's like my hope to to uh uh keep my switch alive i can't really do it anymore with the shit that's on the switch nowadays genshin impact is the shit now i played on i'm like the only person in the entire world that plays it on the ps4 i don't know how you people uh, i just don't like pc games well, it's not that I don't like them. I don't like action games on PC. I play The Sims on my PC, obviously. Um, but that's just like, you just like the screen. I don't know why. Um, action games I don't like on the PC. It's weird. I like to have the the um, controller to, to do stuff like that. So I'm like the only person in the entire world that plays Genshin Impact on the PS4. But I like it a lot. It's everything that's good about Breath of the Wild, but even better. With like better characters. Breath of the Wild is crap. Genshin Impact is great. I like I like Breath of the Wild okay. I think once you get into it, you can get into it if you just like let Feel, it be. It feels like Breath of the Wild feels like a tech demo compared to Genshin Impact. Compared compared to Genshin Impact, yes. But also there's some, you know, years in between <clears throat> that Delta that these people could do. Uh, there should be a, the new Breath of the Wild 2 coming out soon, so I will be playing that just to see what the difference is and stuff like that. Hopefully they're taking some notes from Genshin Impact because they need it. But Genshin Impact is really good. It's probably one of the best games I've ever played. I've been trying to play video games to relax, but I just don't think I enjoy them anymore. Genshin, Genshin is just body, <laughs> body pillow pill. fodder. Yeah, you know, I know that people really like uh, Lisa and... Um, the booby yeah, animations and, are good. Yeah, and Mona. Yeah. And um, Kuching. Have you thought about jumping on Twitch? Yes, I'm going to. I've had some health-related stuff going on that's kind of derailed me in the short term from Twitch. But yes, uh, I am definitely going to do that in the near future because I need to. Well, I guess we will... Also, uh, someone said in the comments that the new time limit is four hours. Oh, yeah. So we don't need to keep going for four hours. I was just going to keep going until they kicked us off, but... I guess they don't do that anymore. Yeah, and nobody, nobody needs us to be on here for four hours. So I guess we'll go. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Um, hopefully, and... if it's snowing where you're living, hopefully you're staying safe. We're pretty much snowed in, so yep. we're chilling. But if it's snowing where you are, hopefully you're staying safe and not going outside. But see you guys later. Bye. All right, my friends, that does it for this episode of the podcast. If you made it this far, thank you. Thank you for listening. We sincerely appreciate each and every one of you. If you want to help the show, there's a couple things that you can do. First of all, share it on social media. If you share it, tag us, tag Finn McKenty, that's me, and tag Deanna Chapman, that's a producer. Second thing you can do, if you really, really, really love us and really want to support us, you can support us on Patreon. There's a link to that in the show notes. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you're listening to this, or you can do none of that. And you can just sit at home, think about how awesome this podcast is. That works too. Again, thank you very much to each and every one of you for listening. We sincerely appreciate it, and we'll see you next time. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't think it overstates things to say that the Beatles were the greatest gift to entertainment and culture of our time, a secular religion, if you will, with their universal appeal and demonstrable impact on people's lives. I'm Robert Rodriguez, host of Something About the Beatles. With every episode, I speak with historians, musicians, artists, and Beatle witnesses, all in the service of fresh insights into the most joyous cultural entity the world has ever known. I hope you'll join me and listen to something about the Beatles, now at Evergreen, and wherever you get your podcasts.